Welcome to Storytime with Adam Cole. Right there. Drop me jump right out the curve. Bentley spray fly like a bird. Spin on the first and the third. Solid, I'm keeping my word. Can't be my equal, I don't know what you heard. Crack up the four and I swear. Keep me a stick if they purge. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the HMG. Rampage Uncaged Show right here on channelattitude.com where we're unhinged, uncensored, we're uncaged. Chris, what the fuck is going on, man? God what damn it, man. What's up, bro? What's up? Um, oh, I, I figured we show. would, uh, I figured considering what's going on on the East Coast, we would play Just Keep Swimming as the, as the intro. Uh, shout out to oh, no. all of our fans on the East Coast, especially oh. up in New York City there. Uh, just keep kicking your feet, guys. It'll be all right. Oh, shit. I heard it was flooding over there, bro. Holy shit, is it flooding. What the fuck, man? Uh, I mean... And look, man, we're only fucking around. I'm just saying, hopefully there's no deaths in this. I don't know how bad, bad it is. I'm hearing it's bad. But hopefully there's no deaths going on right now, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so far I haven't heard anything like that. I mean, I imagine that there might be, like, at least there's got to be at least one meth head who fell asleep, like, on the <laughs> on the ground and just, like, stayed sleeping while it flooded, right? it got to be at least oh, one. Man. If, if there's anything like the meth heads from where I'm from, they wouldn't wake up from getting put underwater. They, they just <laughs> sleep right through it. <laughs> You're a funny cup, bro. What a way to start the show. <laughs> to start the show, man. Hey, you know what? Hey, the floods are no fucking... Hey, it's the real deal, bro. I've been courting floods before, man. Back yeah. in 2003, dude. I kid you not, the water was up here, bro. In the street. Brutal. Like, and you know what's funny? Uh, like... You know, I was with a friend, I'll never forget it, because that night we were driving around, right? And no shit, it's flooded just about everywhere. And then for a laugh, we had to go through a road, but it was the water was up here. And me and a few other friends were like, yeah, just drive through it, knowing that he's probably going to fuck his car up, right? <laughs> so, hold on, what? Yeah, yeah no, in a fucking uh, Peugeot. He was driving a Peugeot. And he drives right fucking through it, the dickhead. And then we're floating, bro, and we're fucking laughing. <laughs> and he's fucking losing his shit. He's like, fuck you, he's what he's laughing for, you know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what, man? What? You know what I mean? God damn it. But anyway, we're not here to talk floods, but fucking shout-outs to the East Coast, man, and hopefully you get out of that shit. New York apparently is pretty bad too, right? Well, is that true? Is New York pretty bad? Pretty bad right now, man. Pretty bad. Yeah, I've seen... I've seen some pictures of, like, streets in New York that are straight flooded. Like, flooded, flooded. Like, you can't go there in your car. You can't fucking go there. And I don't mean, like... And I don't mean, like, you know, uh, this is Harlem in 1996 and you can't go there. Like, you physically can't go to this fucking place, bro. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, bro. Well, we got a few in the chat. Chris Willen's in the house. And he says, what program do you guys use for this? 
I would love to audition to do a few run-ins here and there or fill in when someone can't make it. I love the PWC, Jimmy. I wish I could squeeze you. <laughs> You're a funny bloke, dude. Um, I don't know what to say to that, but um, as far as what we use, it is um, it's StreamYard, but um, <laughs> that threw me off. Plushies. We should make plushies. Oh, God. <laughs> well, anyway, Liz is also in the house. What up, Liz? What's, what's cracking? We could, we could make a plushie of D, and it could just be like <laughs> a relatively feminine figure with no with no markings on it whatsoever. It's just like gray, like relatively uh, feminine figure, because nobody knows what she looks like, but she's part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> also, what up to Javi? What's going on, Javi? Oh God, man! Media M5's in the house too. Yo, yo, what's cracking? And um, yeah, I think that's it for now, man. But Jesus Christ, what a laugh already to the start of this show. It's only going to get funnier, though, as we keep going. Because what a fucking pathetic show. And what I'm talking about pathetic, I'm talking about AEW Rampage. What the fuck, bro? This shit has gotten bad, man. This is This, this show went from being like the, you know, admittedly it was the B show. You know, they didn't want to call it the B show at first. And it was... Oh, don't call it that. It's going to be an important extension to the show. And, you know, now it feels like I'm watching fucking Velocity every time I watch Rampage. It's like, get this shit off my fucking television. Shit, man. Is it that bad, right? I mean, Velocity. <laughs> Bro, I kid you not. I, my kids, my kids and my girlfriend's daughter were up here. They were watching, they were watching fucking Sonic 2, right? Not exactly yeah. high art. But I was downstairs on my phone watching this fucking show, and I, I was, I was, I was almost brought to tears because I had to watch this program, and I couldn't watch Sonic Two with my kids. Fuck. <laughs> That's fucked, bro. Uh, look, man. As much as we, you know, hate watching Rampage, we love doing this show, and we That's always true. do it just for everybody out there, because heck, man, we try to make this show as fucking as good as as can be compared to the actual show in Rampage. And God damn it, I think we put out a way better show than Rampage, that's for Bro, sure. Bro, this hour is way better than Rampage. I don't even care. I, I'll put it up against Rampage, like 100%. 100%. I agree. Absolutely, bro. H hell yeah. And it's just... Ah, oh man. they just got to they gotta do us a, a solid, man. It gives us a decent show here and there, man. Like I said, last week was okay. But... Yeah. This week, uh, I'm already going to say it now. It's a fucking F and a big F for, for 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 a fucking failure of a show, man. And that's that's what I think about this show. But yeah, oh well. But we're here to talk about it, and we will talk about it. But um, you know what? We we'll also give our uh, Wrestle Dream predictions because heck, I guess we'll be dreaming while watching it, right, Chris? I mean, I'm already rolling my eyes. All right. Well, I mean, Tony Khan has said that it's going to be a new chapter in the history of, of life and professional wrestling, and everything's everything's going to be different. It's basically the going to be the second coming of Jesus or something. So, yeah. And what's that going to be? So instead of getting a big announcement like that we usually get, uh -huh. it's going to be what a new era. That's right. It's going to be, um, I don't know. Christian's already signed, right? So it can't just be that he signed Christian again. <laughs> God. 
<sighs> you remember that yes. one? Remember how, how yeah. big a deal they made over that? It was like, it, it was like, ah, he's a future, you know, uh, <laughs> Hall of Famer, former world champion, and everybody was like, oh my God, did he sign John Cena? <laughs> out comes <laughs> Those, Christian. <laughs> do you remember when Undertaker was even rumored to have signed bro at one stage? <laughs> Undertaker. <sighs> like, really? Really? I mean, for fuck's sake, man. Is that the type of hope these motherfuckers have? It's the type of fucking delusion these people have. Get away from my delusion, little bugger. <laughs> There's order making an appearance. Look at this. Leave them little, alone. Say hi. Hey, everybody. All right. <laughs> She's like, all right, meow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Facebook user says AEW sucks, but the Hamin Mini Group reviews rule. Yeah. Thank you, my friend, whoever that is. And um, not to throw him under the fucking bus or anything, but Medium 5 apparently got a hand job in the car. It's not throwing him under the bus. That's congratulating the man in a public <laughs> way. Good job. Way to go. Good for you, Medium 5. Had a boy, Mikey. Had a boy, Mikey. Oh, boy. Anyway, and Labrat is also in the house. What up, Labrat? Where's my crab cats at? Come on, bro. Crab cats. <laughs> you got to love the crab cats. But anyway, man, um, what was going to say? Is anything fucking happened between now and since we did uh, the machismo? I no. don't think there has, right? No, nothing's happened. True. It's this been show happened. Yeah, fine. that's about it, man. Um <laughs> sorry Liz she said she needed to cover her ears too well I was just putting it out there you know what I mean really Liz I, I didn't think you were that close to Mike while he was getting his hand job but I guess if you need to cover <laughs> your ears that's, that's your call <laughs> uh, yeah cover your ears Liz Jeez, uh... <laughs> but she also said they're going to announce they sold 100,000 tickets <laughs> I mean <laughs> to oh, wrestle fuck. dream but would it be in the dreams? Uh, but Chris uh, Willen says in the chat and wants to ask, who of the recent WWE cuts do you guys see AEW making a play for and who would Impact be likely to scoop up? Oh, hmm. uh, that's a good question. Um, as far as talent goes that, are go that could be going to, uh, to AEW, 100% it's going to be Dolph Ziggler going straight to AEW. He'll be the first guy they announced. Um yeah. As far as Edge, I'm still on the fence. Everyone's fucking thinking, you know, Edge was on Dynamite, you know, playing the character of the devil, for example. You know, MJF's devil mask, whatever the fuck it is. If I mean, it would be an Dynamite, interesting reveal, certainly. But I mean, I mean, how does that play into Edge? Like, I have no idea. That's why I just, I'm on the fence still. But then again, uh, maybe he is going to sign. I mean, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, and all signs are pointing to him signing with AEW. Do you think that's what's going to happen? I don't know. I I'll believe it when I see him there. That's what I. That, that's that's basically where I'm going with this. I'll believe it when I see him show up. You know, people have said, "Oh, they should get back. You know, they should have another feud with the Hardys." Why? No, Those guys can barely no. move. Their brains are Ugh. fucked up. Please. You know, I know Bully Ray's been pushing for. Oh, we should we should all get together and have another three way no, uh, tag match. Yeah, don't TLC do that. as well, right? Yeah, you guys are old. You're gonna really fucking hurt yourself. Did um, you see Devon, bro? 
No. I seen him. Yeah, a while you don't want to see Devon. <laughs> yeah, well, he came back to wrestle on the Impact 1000 where uh, I was reviewing the show with Brandon and uh, the vet. And dude, <laughs> please, uh, Devon, if you can hear me, no more getting the tables, my man. Just that's yeah. it. Just call it a day. That's enough. <laughs> the only thing you need to be getting the tables for is merch signing, brother. That's it, man. And setting up for some sort of party at your house for your wife, bro. <laughs> that's the other time where you're setting up tables. But other than that, no more setting up tables, especially in the ring. But yeah, as we were saying, continue on, Chris. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Uh, who else from that list? I guess uh, um, Shelton Benjamin it? will probably be getting a call. Like He'll at <sighs> least be getting an offer. So if I, I think he wants impacts. to go, he'll go. I think he'll go to Impact or New Japan because he was in New Japan previously. I can picture him in Impact. I don't know why, but I just do. I think Elias could be going to, to Impact, possibly. I don't see AEW signing him, even though I would. And don't be surprised, and I, I'm going to get heat for this, top dollar to go to AEW for one reason, and he sucks. Don't get me wrong. But there's only one reason why I would throw him in AEW. A rap battle with Max Caster? Nah, fuck no. Not that. But having be back with um with his hit row fucking label mate in fucking swerve. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They could they could put those two back together and see if they could make something out of it, but I'm not I'm not holding my breath for any of those guys, to be honest with you. The only one I'm even really mildly interested to see where he goes is um Dolph. That's it. I, like I want to see because Dolph is a great in-ring worker, but Dolph is definitely else? Dolph is a hundred percent, bro. I, w- I would say it right now. One hundred percent, he's signing with AEW, dude. That's no secret. He's been wanting to go there. His brother wants him there. Mm. I could just see it, man. But um, yeah, you're right. Medium five top dollar does suck so bad, but uh, just because of Swerve, I can see. You know, he, he loves having his big guys behind him, right? It'd make more sense having top dollar. Then say Brian Cage. That's right. We're getting all the we're getting all the personal scoops on the show here. I mean, Media M Five got a hand job in a car earlier, and uh, Swerve true. loves to have big guys behind him. So it's, <laughs> it's all kinds of stuff we're hearing about people's personal <laughs> lives. Am I? Am I? Tell me when I'm telling lies, Chris. I mean, think about it. Does he not always have some big dude behind him? Except it's usually white guys. We are unchecked, unethical, <laughs> uncensored. Uncensored. <laughs> oh, come on, bro. Uh, oh, look at this comment by Media M5. Devon, get the diabetes. Yo, that's hard, bro. That's hard. Anyway, uh, Liz says, Nopas, his spare change. Yeah. <laughs> or is he a quarter? I, I have no idea. Bottom um, dollar. Bottom dollar, true. Media M5 says, Jimmy was like Tiny Tim on Twitter. Might have more of your music, sir. I like this song, man. What? Look at you, you fucking stalker. He sees me, sees me tweeting about fucking Top Dollar. Actually, he liked my comment too, just quietly. But um, Please, not that it Mr. matters. Top Dollar, can I have another? <laughs> Get fucked. Please, sir. Can I have some more? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. All I said, I'm not going to lie. I fucking... This is what I said exactly verbatim. I'm not going to lie. I dig this song. All right? And he fucking... <laughs> It was good. What was that, dude? Was that you? Are you are you doing one of those ones, bro? Like a weirdo? I can't hear you, bro. Muted myself. God damn it. There we go. There we go. 
Oh, well, apparently Vet called me out. There's a lot of fucking calling out going on. And don't... That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, exactly this. Sounds like a... Ch- <laughs> He's talking to you, bro. <laughs> he says you sound like a chimp. <laughs> Excuse me. Million five, did he call me out about top dollar? Is that what happened? Because <clears throat> if he did... Oh, shit. But anyway... Uh, Chris also asks, Swerve needs to jump ship and fast him, Archer, and Miro, man. No way either of them are going to make it to the top in AEW with the elite circle jerk all around. I don't know what to tell you, bro, when it comes to that. As far as Swerve jumping, he had the chance, and I think that would be we're trying to poach him while under contract. That was the rumor. And that's, that's contract tampering, bro. So you can't do that. So unfortunate or fortunate for him, I think he signed a long-term contract with AEW, did he not? Whatever. If he's getting paid well, he's not going to care that much. Uh, but, yeah, he should be a main event guy. I don't know. He should, but we'll see if they do do that. But anyway, um, any other ones that I can see jumping ship? Mainly Ziggler. Um, he was... Oh, yeah, Riddle, I'm, I'm on the fence as well, only because... But he's teasing something big, though, dude, on Twitter. Matt Riddle's a dumb cunt. I, I don't care. <laughs> dumb cunt. Straight up. Straight up dumb cunt, Matt Riddle. But apparently he's teasing something big, whatever that is. I don't know if that's AEW. Maybe that's what the new era is. A high era. Maybe in AEW. Yeah, hey. Maybe him uh-huh. and, and RVD can can form a tag oh, team yeah. finally. I would lo- I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I would love to see that, bro. They can dress... The they can dress in attitudes. No, they can dress in all black singlets with like, <laughs> w- with like, uh, and then and then they can call themselves Chronic. Oh, <laughs> I like that. But yeah, actually, I I, I dig that. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's a bit trippy. But hey, Josh is in the house. Could RVD and Riddle team up to get? Well, yeah, Team Four Twenty. We'll just say, <laughs> I, I can see that Team Four Twenty makes sense. Elizabeth says Riddle's new era is going to be joining his uh, his porn star girlfriend. Uh, I'm sure she's she's meaning on screen. He's practicing the uh, the helicopter. <laughs> Jeez, I should be covering my eyes, Liz, with that comment. Um, why is everyone talking helicopters and Riddle lately? I I don't know. I don't. There's no, there hasn't been any more videos of Ricochet fingering himself in the ass. So we'll talk about something. <laughs> oh, we're, we're off with a, with. I'm telling you, we, we've started like a, like a banger, literally a banger after the banger. Yeah, I don't want to see fucking Ricochet ricocheting his fucking thumb between yeah. his ass cheeks, dude. But um, it's out there. It's out there. Not a uh, thing Chris, I have any interest in. <laughs> Chris asks another question. Do you notice how I'm trying to avoid Rampage? I noticed. <laughs> but, I'll, <laughs> but I'll get to it after this. Uh, Chris Whelan says, do you think Lucha Underground was before its time, man? Today's AEW New Japan fan base would eat that shit up if only it were better produced. I, I didn't mind the production of Lucha Underground, actually. No, the, produ- the, production, the production was actually one of the best things about Lucha Underground. It just didn't grasp the fan base. They didn't they didn't have behind it what I guess people are looking for. They never got on the big stations. 
I think that if Lucha Underground would have been on TNT and TBS, it might have gotten mm. a million views. Possibly. I mean, I'm not going to lie. When I first watched it, right, I almost wanted to laugh at it. I'm thinking, oh, it's going to suck. I'm not going to like it because of what I was told it's like, right? Mm-hmm. No shit, dude. Once I fucking started watching it, I was like, what the fuck? I actually like this shit. It's great. But you know why it was good too? Because they didn't pretend to be something that they weren't. You know what I mean? Right. They told you it was going to be pretty much bullshit. Uh-huh. But take it like it's an, a real series of it. Like, take it like a TV show, legitly. Yeah, that's how they, that's exactly what they did. And within, the thing is, is that they didn't bury the story they were telling. No. Right? Like, nothing was. Nothing was ridiculous, and you just went, oh, that's ridiculous. It doesn't even make sense with the rest of the show. Everything that was ridiculous fit within the fit within the rules of the universe that they had created, right? And that's the problem that I have with AEW is when they do stuff that doesn't fit within the universe that they've created right. for themselves in AEW, right? It's the same problem I have with a lot of wrestling companies. Lucha Underground, when something was completely ridiculous, they just went, Oh yeah, but he's been given this power to he's been given this superpower by the ancient Aztec god Quetzalcoatl <laughs> and it's like of course that's fucking crazy, but hey, it's within the fucking universe, right? So Absolutely. And you know what advantage that show actually had over other pro wrestling shows? The fact that it was so like, you know, no. edited and shit. They can edit out everybody's flaws pretty much, man, and you know, you'd hardly see botches because it was all done post-production and like i said man i mean i don't remember what the <laughs> what the fuck is that that looks creepy chris crab cat oh it's a crab cat wow <laughs> <laughs> to the crab cat once again but um but like chris says though in the chat he also says lucha was the best wrestle crap my my kids loved it back then the kill shot ar fox match with the glass was how hardcore style can really tell a story with violence and you mentioned kill shot, and we're talking about Swerve. Strictly, I loved fucking Swerve in fucking um, Lucha Underground, aka Kill Shot. And I like that you know he kills his finisher, you know the Kill Shot. You know, nice little nod. I I gotta be honest. To this day, if you were to ask me what's the best hardcore match you've ever seen, oh right. If you were to ask me what's the best hardcore match you've ever seen, and this shocks me because Vampiro is sort of regularly you know hammed Bleeding? by by most yeah. of the people right and you're thinking of uh Zero Miedo, match right? he had with penta <laughs> yeah. that was fucking awesome yeah and you know what dude do you remember fucking um penta's promos even though they were in spanish but they had the subtitles right uh-huh how dark were those fucking promos dude those were awesome those were so and, fucking good and, and pun intended he was pentagon dark you know by the end of the feud if you remember yep. it escalated to fucking pentagon dark and he was a monster, bro. <laughs> Legitly, when he was, and those, bro, that match was a bloodbath, and I mean bloodbath. If anyone hasn't checked that match out, go check that match out. Go look for it, man, because that was something else. And if you can find the full episodes, that whole lead up to the match was something else, man. And that's when I really started loving Penta, bro. Oh, me too. Yeah, I, I was a huge fan of Pentagon during those eras. 
But and think about that, Chris. Here we Look are now. That. Right. That's what's crazy, bro. Like, think about that. We had Penta like that, dude, back then. I'm thinking, this guy's going to be something. I remember even saying to myself, WB should look at this guy. He'd be the star luchador if they got him and blah, blah, blah. But we've got a shell of his former self, unfortunately, Chris. And now I laugh at myself thinking, how the fuck was I into this guy? Yeah. Dude, highlight Javi's last last comment because that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, it's exactly what I'm talking about when I say that they did ridiculous stuff. But then they did things. Everything that right. they did on Lucha Underground was believable within the fucking universe. Absolutely. So within the universe, Penta snaps your fucking arm. Your arm's broke. You don't get to have a match next week. That's... Which is fucking crazy because it's a simple kayfabe rule, bro. You know what I'm saying? We used yep. to get that shit back in the 80s and 90s, right? Yep. Especially the early 90s, mid 90s, not so much late 90s, but... Bro, it's like a fucking. It's like it's like if you go outside of the ring now and you expose the fucking floor, and then you pick a dude up and you give him a package pile driver on the on the exposed concrete. (laughs) It's a transition spot so he can (laughs) get in at nine. That used to be you're off TV for six months. Fucking nuts, dude. Absolutely nuts. It's. I don't understand how a simple fucking one hundred and one thing for professional wrestling. How everybody has seemed to forgot that art, bro, or doesn't care to even, you know, utilize it anymore, bro, because it doesn't make sense how you wouldn't want to utilize it, and it doesn't make sense how wrestlers would look at each other and be like, "Yeah, you hit me with Canadian Destroyer, another Canadian Destroyer, fucking super spot here, super spot there," and then you that kick spot out on one. Wednesday, that spot this Wednesday where it was just. Canadian Destroyer, and then the other guy comes in and does the Canadian Destroyer, and then the third guy comes in and does the Canadian Destroyer, and then the only person who couldn't get the Canadian Destroyer was Austin Gunn. Ha ha, look at you, you fucking loser. (laughs) You can't even do a Canadian Destroyer. It's like, (laughs) oh, these fucking idiots. (laughs) They don't get it. They don't get it. But, But that's what I'm saying. Is it because they don't get it, or they legitimately just don't give a shit? They don't get it. If they understood that the that their business would improve if they would do believable things, then they would do believable things. But that is the right. truth. Business would pick up if they did believable things and made it look like a competition. Crazy, dude. And this says, and kayfabe has been added to the dictionary. Right. I mean, professors now around the world are actually taking pro wrestling serious, man, believe it or not. In terms of kayfabe and explaining kayfabe and where it comes from and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Which is kind of strange in itself, too. But anyway, that's another story. Uh, Lab Rat brings up how Lucha Underground was a wrestling comic come to life. Literally, it was. It actually yep. was. For real. I, I, Which... I definitely read some of those. I read some wrestling comics. that, Like the, the Ultimate Warrior one. That oh, was, no those shit. were cool. Where he was like running around and murdering gay people. That was, what? That was cool. Wait, wait, what? Are you talking about gold dust now? No, I mean, like, <laughs> like I just, I'm just, I'm just talking shit about Warrior. Are you fucking with me? I'm just talking shit about Warrior. Because I haven't <laughs> but seen. But the comic book was him. fucking weird, man. The comic book was straight up dark. Like he was murdering people for like <laughs> selling weed and stuff. It's what. Bro, you got to look it up. You got to look up those old Warrior. Comics, I remember, man. I remember the comics, but I never read them, bro. Do you still have that shit? That'd be worth no, a I don't now, have, dude. I don't have that Damn. shit. Oh man, 
Oh, well. Well, Chris also says, Lucha was kayfabe all the way. We need another program similar to that with the stories and the character arcs. It really made sense in the world of sports entertainment. Well, MLW tried being Lucha Underground, but it's nothing like Lucha Underground. I think the thing is, Chris, the stigma behind it is still a bit raw, I think, for a lot of people to try that route again. And um, I think that's what... What's that? Is that the kitty going crazy? No, that's my girlfriend fixing oh. the cage for the rat. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, yeah, I think uh, it's it's too frowned upon right now in pro, in pro wrestling, even though Lucha Underground tried to go outside the box. I mean, think about it. Lucha Underground was really the successor to Wrestling Society X on MTV. Do you remember that, Chris? I do, and it was much better than Wrestling Society X, but you're right in that they were sort of the same vein of, like, you know, it's going to be a TV show with wrestling. Yeah, for sure. Um, one last thing before we get to Rampage. Chris wants to know is, do you think Wardlow will make a worthy AEW return or might he be sitting out his contract until better options arise? I have no idea, man. All I do know is about a month ago, he did an interview and they asked him about why he's not in the ring. And if he's injured, he said, no, I'm not injured. I'm ready to go right now. But they're not calling on him. So, and as far as his contract goes, I don't know how long his contract is, but um, I, I have no idea, bro. If I was him, I'd be looking elsewhere. But time will tell, man. I mean, everyone's pointing that he probably will go to WWE, and I don't see why not. Yeah, it it seems like a pretty clear example, pretty clear indication to me that the guy got over. To a degree that the California connection weren't happy with, so the Calabunga just, crew. Yeah, so they're just pulling the rug <laughs> yeah. from under him. Yeah. yeah, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. But Chris, let's get into Rampage. I know, I know, it sucks that we have to talk about it. Sorry, everybody, but we're here to talk about it. And um, we start off with a trio's championship match between Daddy Ass and the Acclaimed, and the Hardys and Brother Zay. <laughs> God damn it, bro! Where's that his tag moan. partner? I think he's injured, dude. I think but he's been injured for a while now. How long has he now. been injured for? Like yeah. a fucking year oh, fuck. at this point, right? I have no idea, but yeah, something like that. I almost forgot there's even a private party anymore. Yeah, there's no private party. It's just the Hardy party. <laughs> and boy, was this not a Hardy party. And uh, look, the acclaimed end up winning. Do, do you know what I, they call it? Do you know what they call it when these three guys show up late to a to the show? What's that? The tardy Hardy party. Oh, God. Well, did you notice fucking on the Tron they were showing the video game versions of the Hardys? Yeah. What the yeah. fuck was that shit? Because the last time the Hardys were able to do something impressive was in the video game. Fuck. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? Uh, oh, fuck. man. Well, it's a shame, man. It's a real shame looking at them like this, dude. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I don't know what to do with the Hardys anymore, but, man... They should just call it a day at this point, bro. Yup. And it's sad because I felt like Jeff had more value still to, to bring. I was even looking forward to Jeff having a singles run. You know, maybe having a program with Kenny. Maybe having a program with MJF. But fuck it. I don't want to see that anymore now. Nope. To me, to me, they're just, they're there to take the pins. That's it. They're there to eat pins and uh, collect checks. <sighs> Man, I wonder how much they are getting paid though. Do you think they're on a good mint? Uh yeah. You can hmm. you can bet Tony Khan's paying them a good good 
solid amount of money to show up and take pins. It's funny how, you know, wrestling careers do like a full circle, eh? It's like, you know, they started as just enhancement talent and now they're going out as enhancement talent again. It's circle of life. <laughs> the circle of life indeed. Uh, anyway, uh, the finish saw Zay get caught in the babyface's tandem finisher for the pin with Jeff Hardy diving in just a tad too late trying to break up the three count for the one, two, three and that was that. Good riddance to that match. I just feel bad for the Hardys in a way because at this point, they're very much booked as glorified jobbers, man. We've gone full circle with the Hardy party. It is what it is. Well, next we see Eddie Kingston backstage and his his promo is interrupted by Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, and the rest of their crew. Lethal says Eddie is unfit to be Ring of Honor World Champion. As Kingston then laughs Unfit. off Jay's ins- <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Unfit. <laughs> Literally. Ain't he great? Uh, he is great, absolutely. Kingston then laughs off Jay's insult uh, as he heads to the ring to defend the New Japan Strong. Uh, what was it again, Chris? Uh, the New Japan Strong Overweight Championship. Overweight Championship against Rocky Romero. There we go. Yeah. Uh, but next, I think you need to be doing this. It's Andrade Al Idolo oh. being interviewed backstage with, with his head and with his head all bandaged up after being attacked by Bullet Club Golden Collision. Who should I say Collision? <laughs> since it's Andrade, uh, he he plans to kick Juice Robinson's ass on Collision tomorrow night. I want what, to know. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have a problem Juice, with me? Do you have a problem? <laughs> With it me, does. with Andrade, El Idolo, <laughs> next week, Saturday, I fight you. It was like, it was like, Jesus Christ. Can they fucking watch? Can they fucking please? Can somebody from AEW watch how cool Nakamura looked on, uh, yeah. on, on Monday? Just Absolutely. cutting the fucking promo in Japanese. He looked so fucking cool. This was, I mean, yeah, bro. Like the fucking like. Think about the the most fucking the most like comedic fucking version of a Spanish uh, accent, and that's what you get out of Andrade. But for real, it's actually how he talks. It's fucking awesome, <laughs> uh, man. And you know what's even funnier, dude. When he says juice, and he says juice, not with the J-U-I-C-E. Juice. He says it like it's D-E-U-C-E. Yeah, juice. So he's juice like, Bigelow. <laughs> yeah, that, that juice. Right? And he's like, juice. I don't know why you have a problem with me. You, you got, have a problem slow with down. me? You're literally, you're <laughs> oh, literally <true>? speaking too <laughs> fast. He was so okay. slow. It was... Uh, Juice. <laughs> I don't know why you have problem <laughs> with me. <laughs> this Saturday is uh, just the worst fucking shit I've ever heard in my life. It's like, for fuck's sakes, man. This guy's been living in the States for this long. He still fuck. sounds like that shit. He still sounds yeah. like fucking Speedy Gonzalez shot up heroin. It's fucking <laughs> arriba, terrible. Arriba. 
It's like <laughs> no. Arriba, Arriba, uh, Andale, Mars, Mask. But you know what's even more stupid about the promo, though? Not only because uh, it sounds stupid, but what he said didn't make sense in a way. Because what do you think Juice has a problem with you? Didn't Al Idalo have a problem with fucking Jay White, right? Isn't that what was going on? Hello? Ding dong? Hello? Hello? Like, seriously, no shit Juice would have a problem with him. Yeah. You had a problem with his boy. Yeah, so he's why would no, he not? No right. problems, man. I just really wanted to hit you in the face with my laptop. <laughs> why you got a beef? Hey, why there got to be beef, bro? Why's there got to be Why? beef? I, I whooped you with my laptop. Like, <laughs> the medium force says, "View color, parama what paramaina." Is that what it says? I. That's that's a bit of a uh, tongue twister. Paramaina, or are you talking about parmesan? <laughs> I. I imagine that's uh, I imagine that's Italian. I. Yeah, probably know. more than likely, but uh, like I said, said, like I said in the in the last show, I I stay away from the Italians as much as possible. They turned oh, out to be the me. Marty. They turned out to be the Marty Gennetti of our tag team in World War Two, and I'm still upset. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> That's that, that gets ten points from from me. Uh, Liz says he sounded like telenovela hero. <laughs> what's telenovela? <laughs> what's that? What show is that? Te- telenovela. No, a hero. telenovela is like a soap opera. It's like the Spanish soap opera. Oh, so she's just I see. she's just saying he sounds like a, a hero from a telenovela. <laughs> Jeez, but yeah, give him subtitles. Fucking, that's it. You know what yep. I mean? Or give his mask. <laughs> I know I got to be slow. It's a little bit hard. Anyway, it is what it is. Uh, oh, look who else is in the house. It's uh, the Comic King, and he says, "Who's ready for AEW Wrestle Nightmare?" Woo! What up, Todd? Uh, we are. We're very. <laughs> God, no, 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 no! Don't say that. Main event is Freddy Krueger versus Leatherface. Actually, that might be good if it was fucking Lucha Underground. I mean, yeah. <laughs> why not, right? Anyway, fuck that. Still, I love Andrade, but yeah. Learn some inglés, hombre. I'm just saying. It's just, it's really bad. It's like he's taking a shit. He's like the Mexican fucking Triple H in a way, though, too. He sounds a little bit like a Mexican Triple H. You're right. <laughs> I am the game. Also, <laughs> mostly famous for who he's fucking. So good, good on you. <laughs> right there. That's brilliant, Chris. Very, very, very nice. Anyway, speaking of not nice, Eddie Kingston defeats Rocky Romero to retain his New Japan Strong Overweight Championship. Um... No one cared about Rocky Romero. I'm a fan of his, but no one gave a shit. No one knows who he is because I don't tell you who he is. And he Bro, came out right to early in this match, right early in this match, he hit like a little lucha move or whatever and kind of threw uh, Eddie in the corner. And then the crowd was just completely silent. And he he did like one of the one of the Eddie shuffles, right, to try to get the crowd into it. Zero response. It was like oh, ah, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Why are you performing right now? Nobody cares. Uh, Todd with the fucking great comment saying 
Time to play the game uh, because I want my mask. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that, man. But anyway, yeah. Fucking no one gave a shit about poor Rocky Romero. Nobody. What do I say? Who cares? I mean, Eddie... I, look, to me, this was a glorified squash match, even though they made it seem like Eddie really worked for that win. Yeah, no. And there was a couple of bad spots here where they just... They were they were trying to do the spot where they catch the guy like while he's doing the dive and then hit the suplex, mm. but they couldn't, so he hit him like while they were there, and then they just stopped, and then he put his feet back down, and then and then Eddie went to hit him, give him a suplex, but his hand slipped, so he had to grab him by the fucking thing <laughs> again and lift him up for the suplex on the outside, and it was just like guys, <laughs> if this shit ain't working. Just go back to punches and kicks. Yep. Figure out your spot later. Fuck. 100%, brother. It's true, man. Well, anyway, after the match, Eddie and Rocky show each other some respect after the match. Romero takes his leave, and that's when Ring of Honor pure shit champion, Katsuri, or Katsuri Shibata, makes his entrance. He walks down to the ring and grabs Eddie's fist in another sign of respect ahead of their match at Wrestle Nightmare. Because I'm looking forward to this shit. And, you know, really, I was a fan of Shibata. And I'm a fan of Chibata, the bread, just quietly. But, you know, with his fucking... It is great bread. I guess Italians do know how to make bread. Italians are great at cooking. Like, one thing I will say for the Italians... Like, okay, when it comes to actually fighting, they're definitely the Marty Jannetty from our tag team (laughs) in World War II. But when it comes to making fucking food... We are by far the Marty Janetti from our tag team from World War II. Don't get me no wrong. Greeks, I love, buddy, but I love German, my yes. German food. I love my German food, but it doesn't hold a candle to Italian food. Greek, too. So Much I better legit, than Italian like, Greek One food, of the bro. only on. like spice things that I have in my cupboard is lemon yeah. and herb spices. And I put that and shit it's in everything. better be Greek, bro. I fucking love it. So good. Of course, you've got to put lemon to everything. Bro, I love lemon, believe it or not. I can eat yeah. that shit fucking... Raw. Not that I do that, you know what I mean? It's still a bit too sour, but I can. And I love Greek olives, bro. And tzatziki, bro. Greek don't olives you dare sauce. be sour. <laughs> yeah, don't you dare be speaking a new day. Uh, but anyway, yeah, enough of the Greek food talk. Um, yeah, I guess this match is going to be shit, in my opinion. I mean, why would you put a guy like Eddie Kingston, who's kind of a bit of a hard hitter, against a guy that's got a friggin' cyborg head? I yeah, Fat Edbert versus uh, Thunderhead <laughs> Shibata should be great. <laughs> Look at this guy, fucking sellouts. Both of you should go butter your fucking bread. Now I butter <laughs> my bread. All right, motherfucker. What sellouts? You're the you guys sold out just quietly. Remember, hey, World War Two sellouts. Just saying. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Liz says I have more spices that I can count and use almost all of them. Wow. Don't tell me you're a fan of I use a lot of spices when I cook, too. I do use a lot of spices, but, like, the one that I find myself buying more than any of them is just lemon and herb. I don't know why. I can can put that shit in just about anything. My girlfriend made rabbit stew today, and I put that in there. Good stuff. Gornelli stew. That's how you say rabbit in Greek, Gornelli. You know what's funny, man? That sounds I, dirty. <laughs> ooh, a Gonelli. I want some. I want some Gonelli stew. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny though, dude. I've I've eaten rabbit before, but I didn't know it was rabbit. Like my uncles used to go hunting and all that shit. Once mm. I found out it was fucking rabbit, I was like, nah, fuck that shit. I've done the Drake. I was like, nah, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. I was like, no, I'm not eating rabbit again. I'm not even though it was kind of nice. Kind of does taste like chicken. Yeah, rabbit's good. There's nothing wrong with rabbit. Um, like any other kind of meat or any kind of food, anyway. You, you need it needs to be cooked properly. But like that rabbit's still kicked ass. So good stuff. <laughs> Uh, Chris with a great comment says, I will always see Kingston as the garbage man who carries Oscar the Grouch around on Sesame Street. <laughs> actually, that's I can see that. I can actually see that. It's true. Sesame Street was such a fucked up show, right? I mean, think about it. You had count, right? Yeah, one, two, three. <laughs> I mean, he was a pimp, bro. Pretty much, he was. He wore a he wore a purple cape, and he was obsessed with money. Don't tell me he was anything <laughs> other than a pimp. And 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 fucking Big Bird was the big fucking stoner walking the streets, bro. Hey, Bird. <laughs> yeah, well, and then also like, oh yeah, I've seen that. That's funny. Um. Uh, the other one that the other one that always makes me laugh those Oscar the Grouch right like yeah, yeah. here's a guy this poor motherfucker lives in a trash can these kids keep fucking knocking on his fucking can <laughs> and then and then they'll ask him a bunch of stupid obnoxious questions from high school he lives in a trash can you know damn well he doesn't know what two plus two is stop asking him those uh... questions and he gets mad and the kids are like why are you such a grouch Oscar because he lives in a fucking <laughs> trash can yeah hence the Grouch name. I mean, <laughs> wouldn't you be grouchy? I mean, shit. I'd be in a Just bad saying. fucking mood if I lived in a trash can <laughs> and kids kept fucking banging on my fucking lid and asking me a bunch of goddamn questions from school. Leave me alone. Do your own homework. Bad. You fucking yeah. urchins. Fucking hell, man. It's true. God damn it. You know Oscar the Grouch, dude? by the way. Shout outs to Oscar the Grouch, who uh, is currently uh, basically floating down Fifth Avenue somewhere in New oh. York. So. No, I need a meh, 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 meh for the, for the HMG channel. All that uh, shit's on the fucking PWC fuck. channel, not on HMG. I think I need to do that shit. But uh, you know what's funny, dude? On YouTube, there's people out there that actually recreate, like, for example, um, Tickle Me Elmo, like, or, or um, what's it called? Um, Oscar the Grouch. Yep. And fucking um, all the characters from the yeah Ernie Staphylophagus, yeah. and fucking uh, what's it called? Um, oh my god, why have I gone blank over the frog, bro? I don't know, bro. The frog, dude. Kermit, yeah, Kermit, Kermit the frog, yeah. Hello, everybody. I'm Kermit the Frog from Sesame Street. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you just sounded like Jordan Peterson. That's great. Oh, hell no. Fucking anyway, but I love Jordan Peterson. But anyway. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, the Frog, dude, you got to see some shit that people have done on YouTube where he's like all gangster or like Tickle Me Elmo. He's like a full-blown like gangster, uh, yeah. like a blood. Yeah, 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 I've seen some of that he's shit. Like, it's pretty funny. Fuck you, Kermit. <laughs> it's fucking funny, bro. But anyway, um, Liz says Snuffy was my favorite. I might have had a, snuff a Stuffy Snuffy. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. You know what a snuff film is, right, Chris? Today's today's word today's word <laughs> is brought to you by the letter B. <laughs> yeah. What can we spell with B? <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, you know what a snuff film is, right? Yeah, I know what a snuff film is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, stuffy, snuffy, right, Liz? I mean, goddamn it. Anyway, um, Todd says. Also, how ghetto it? is that? You have a whole character whose whole thing is just going. 
all the time uh, in conversation. I mean, <laughs> that's a bit weird. <laughs> that was Tony the Con. That was that was Tony, Tony the, the Con, Con right there. Yeah, Tony the Con. Uh, Todd says, "Why does Matt Riddle remind me of Big Bird? Because that's what Big Bird is—a stoner, literally." Uh, Medium Five says, "Don't forget, Oscar couldn't fuck his own girlfriend, Grucheta. You'd be pissed too if your woman had all around uh, what is it? Ch- what chastity belt? A chastity belt? Chastity. Oh, chastity you belt. What, fuck. Do you know what chastity is? It's yes, when you don't I have do. Sex, Jimmy. Yes, yes." <laughs> God damn it. I realize that you're Greek and that concept probably doesn't fly. In Get out of here, bro. It's, Get out of here. the idea. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Liz. Kermit wasn't on Sesame Street, but he was on Sesame Street also. He was predominantly on The Muppet Show, but he used to be the news reporter on Sesame Street. Don't you remember? Remember, that's when you'd be like, hello, bro, I'm Kermit the Frog from Sesame Street. Uh, don't make me show you a, a little clip. I kid you not. He wasn't I, on no, every I... time. I but he was you. on there. You don't I remember him? Bro, I almost never watched Sesame Street when I was a kid. I went straight to Batman the Animated Series when I was a kid. I was like, fuck this shit. When I was really little, I, I used to watch fucking wrestling and The Simpsons. And then, yeah, it was it was straight into good shows like Batman the Animated Series or the fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from when I was a kid. The one yeah. with the awesome intro music. Yeah, the first one, bro. The very first series. Yeah, bro. Splinter yeah, the taught best. them to be ninja teens. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a radical fact. Turtles. Remember that? Yeah, dude. Turtle leads Donatello does machine. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you, yeah, literally. Now you bring me way back, dude. Raphael is cool <laughs> but brood. Give me a Michelangelo <laughs> is a party, a party. dude. Hey, yeah, it does that. God damn it. What are you doing? Why are we doing this? I've got it's better than talking about fucking rampage. I know, bro. I know. It's true, uh, Welcome to the Sesame Street Review Show <laughs> and Ninja Turtles. I mean, can you imagine that, yeah. dude? Fucking a. All right, let's get oh, back. Oh shit! Hey, wait a minute. Something's playing in the background, which I don't want to be playing. I'll give you a second, there, Chris. I don't know if you can hear that. Can you hear that at all, by any chance? Uh, just yeah. I was laughing at Todd Brantley's comment. It's funny. Well, this one here where he says it's weird that he preferred no. Tina. Oh, no. uh, which one? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, that one. You can read that. <laughs> Greeks and chastity belts are like Dana Brooke and more great. The two don't go together. Dude, why are you talking about Dana Brooke again? Yeah, I mean, you would have thought by now he would have been fucking over her now that she's been released. But clearly this guy still has a crutch. He's heartbroken. Okay, let him <laughs> grieve the way he needs to grieve. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking hell, Todd. Seriously, man. Stop it. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, also, no, it's anyway. not weird from your most recent comment. It is not weird that you preferred the cartoon to the movies. The cartoons were far superior to the movies. Listen, yeah, the first weird. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, like the original one from the from the 90s. I love the original one, bro. fucking awesome. Fuck yeah. I have it on Fuck DVD yeah. and I rewatched it like a year ago and I was like, I haven't watched it in man, years. this fucking movie didn't get the love it deserved. This was awesome. I remember and going then, to the movies to watch that and then part two came out and that was good, but so, part three sucked. Part three was so fucking weird. They went back to Japan or whatever. It was like it had nothing to do with the, the two previous ones. The second one felt right. like pretty much a carbon of the first one in many the, ways. The second one was, not was as just, good. It was, yeah, it was way too goofy. I don't know. Kevin Nash yeah. ruins everything. Oh, yeah, he was. Was he Shredder on that? 
Yeah. He was, wasn't he? He played Fucking the Super hell. Shredder. And what year did that movie come out at the time? He was in WCW then. I'm talking about when he was uh, Vinny Vegas. Yeah, he was still, yeah, he was still Vinny Vegas. I want to say it was like 95 or something. Yeah, definitely. When was 100%. Ice Ice Baby? Because fucking Vanilla Ice. Oh, it was before so 95, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't remember what year it was. I just I just know that fucking Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go was fucking that. <laughs> yeah, was like that whole Go Ninja, show. Go Ninja, Go. Yeah, remember that. And, oh, Liz, by the way, I just want to show you, since you don't remember Kermit on Sesame Street, I've got something. Check this out. We take you now to Kermit the Frog at the scene of another fast-breaking news story. Hi, all. This is Kermit the Frog speaking to you from the scene of the accident, uh, where Mr. Humpty Dumpty has oh, no. just fallen off of his wall. And to recapitulate that story... <laughs> Mr. Humpty Dumpty has just fallen off his wall. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Kermit, man. He's something else, bro. Anyway, um... Oh, well, there you go. Harvey says Jim Henson was involved in creating Muppets for Sesame Street. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There, there you have it. There's your answer. But there's your proof, Liz. He was right there. And he was on pretty regularly. He was a news reporter. Don't ask why, but yeah, that was his thing. But let's get back to fucking wrestling, shall we? Yeah. Because like next, we've got Aussie Open cutting a backstage promo on FTR. They want to make FTR feel the same pain of defeat that they experienced at FTR's hands last year. And now they are going to take the AEW World Tag Team titles from FTR at Wrestle Dream. First of all, you guys cannot cut a promo for shit. Second of all, they're not winning anyway. <clears throat> I just... I, What the fuck is a championship, Jimmy? Oh, I, championship? Yeah, championship. Um, We're going to win the championship. I have no idea because I pronounce it as championship. Yes. Can you clearly can you clearly there are hear two the P's P? in that word? There are two. <laughs> two. It's not championship. Championship. Yeah, I, I don't know, bro. Every it's time weird. he says it, I'm just like, what a fucking numpty. Fuck this idiot. <laughs> Todd says Kermit's gonna show up at AEW next time someone gets injured. It wouldn't surprise me he's shown up in WWE numerous yeah, times. So why not? It's cool. I wonder how many Canadian destroyers he'll do in his match. <laughs> I hope they do do fucking Canadian destroyers. Anyway, uh, next is the Except righteous call defeating... it the amphibian destroyer or something. <laughs> <laughs> the amphibian destroyer. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, next we got the righteous defeating Caleb Crush and Gunner, not the rapper Gunner, but and not the wrestler Gunner, but the wrestler Gunner. The gunner, the yeah, the other gunner wrestler, the the one he's that is gonna, he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna gun, <laughs> brat, he's gonna brat, he's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, we have gotta amuse ourselves while fucking talking about this shit for crying out. Have you ever heard the 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 song from uh, Royce to Five Nine Gun Harmonizing? Uh, I should because I've got all of uh, Royce to Five Nine's albums, and I was a big fan of his. But the, it doesn't uh, ring a bell. The beat is actually somebody like beatboxing gun noises. So it's like, bah, bah, oh, bah, I think bah, I have bah, heard it. Bah, bah. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking good. It's really good. Have you heard of Big Shaq? Yeah. He's British, right? But he yeah. brought out a song about today's rap, like how everyone's like, you know what I mean? Sticking to pop, pop. <laughs> like, he's doing that throughout the whole song, and that song became a hit, bro. And oh. not that it's a good song, but it's fucking funny, bro. 
Yep. You know what I mean? It's a fucking funny song. But anyway, uh, we got to go back to wrestling, though. And like I said, it was the righteous defending Caleb Crush and Gunnar. Uh, you know, I've got the boys, you know, my fellow Australian boys that you would have heard on the skirmish this past week. And Chris was part of it for 30 minutes or so. Mm. Um, pointed out something about Vinnie Mozzarella, whatever the fuck his last name is. Uh, were you there when we were talking about that? I don't think you were there. You, you might have just already left. But check this out, man. I mean, I'll get him up in a second. I didn't know that Vinny fucking whatever, the guy with the long dreadlocks, mm-hmm. was a wannabe. He was literally uh, parroting wrestlers. I know, surprise, surprise, right? So before he became the righteous character, right, of mm-hmm. Vincent, he was uh, trying to be Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton. I'm not kidding when I say that. And when I show you these pics and show everyone the pictures, you're going to fucking laugh. So here he is as Jeff Hardy, bro. <laughs> What's he doing, bro? Is he pulling dick? What's he trying to show there? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> but, he, but he looks like he's about to tuck it in the mirror <laughs> or suck it, <laughs> one or the other. But get this: speaking of sucking, look what he did, bro. This gets even worse. Check this out. That's his Randy Orton. Okay, look, he's even got the tattoos, bro. <laughs> even the tribal shit. I mean, seriously, dude. Do you think Bro, this is all I see? Every single time I see these fucking guys, this is all I see. What is that? Oh, Far Cry Five. <laughs> that was a great Far Cry. I actually liked that one, man. That's but, all um... I see every time I see these fucking dudes. They're just uh... Joseph Seed. That's all yeah. they are. They're, They're just the bad guys from fucking Far Cry Five. They're righteous, literally. Uh, Harvey says, "Looks more like punk." And Liz says it puts the lotion on the skin. Yeah. <laughs> she she gets it. She 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 got what I was saying. Yeah, I was talking about Gunner from TNA, but yeah, you're right. He is a sheriff. And I've seen the picture, by the way, Todd. Um, he looks weird as a cop, but whatever, I guess. Wasn't he hitting women at one stage? No, he got in trouble because he... He basically got in oh, trouble because he was conservative. Yeah. Right, right. I remember. I remember now. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why I thought he was a woman basher, but anyway, who cares? Because um, pro wrestling, but no. right, I guess. Oh, I don't want to. Yeah, I'm not saying all of them. Not everyone's a woman basher, but you know. Uh, anyway, we see a quick video airing covering the breakup of Santana and Ortiz, including brief audio of Conan discussing their issues. Is this a work or a shoot now, bro? Ooh, or a work um, shoot? I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I think that they still are like kind of angry at each other but um i think that they're using it to try to build something and i if they do this right they could build like for both of them this doesn't have to be not every fucking tag team needs to be you know germany and italy in world war ii or marty Janetti and 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 sean michaels like you can have a breakup of a tag team and get edge and christian out of it you can do it it takes a lot of work, but you can. I agree. No, you're right. But the problem I have with this is that I feel like it's building more for Santana, or should I call him Mike Santana, which is fucking weird, than it is for Ortiz, because I feel like Ortiz is just a fucking stepping stone for yeah. for Santana at this point, dude. Could be, but let me ask you this one. Which one of them's bigger? 
Well, come on. I mean, clearly Mike is a lot bigger, right? Well, you know the fucking history uh, in, in AEW, don't you? Why did you make me think like that, bro? Fuck. I didn't th- is he six foot two, though? Does he push past that? Might be. Well, damn it, bro. I hope he's just below six six two because you're, you're right. I mean, fuck. Yeah. And oh, well, if, we'll if see you're what taller happens. than Kenny Omega, you're a jobber in this fucking company. That's it. <laughs> um, Todd says they're a far cry from real pro wrestlers. <laughs> That's a good one, bro. That that you get your comic king crown yeah. for that one again. That was good. We'll shine it says, up a little bit for you. Yeah, we'll shine it up. Heck, I'll give him a star for that. There you go. Um, and uh, he also says, or oh, Rick Martel and Tino Santana, what, Strike Force? <laughs> I mean, uh, anyway, uh, it is what it is. Let's move on because we go from uh, not knowing he's going to win that match to Nick Wayne cutting a promo, Chris. Yes, yawn while you can. Because he doesn't know why Christian tries to parade around as a father figure to lost boys like Luchasaurus and himself. Wayne vows to pay Lucha back for choke slamming him on the skateboard at All In. It's Wayne versus Luchasaurus at the Zero Hour pre-show this Sunday at Wrestle Dream. He doesn't know why Christian tries to parade around as I a don't understand figure. why Christian does all these things. I'll tell him why. I'll show him why. I don't understand why. Why does anyone want to be entertaining? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know why either, but I can tell you, I'll show you why Christian wants to be a father figure. Jungle Boy, he looked at me like a father figure. He sure did. But here's the thing, Jungle Boy. I never wanted to be your father. I never wanted to be your father figure. You have a father. But your father's dead. Dead, 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 dead. But your father's dead. Are you going to introduce me to your little friend, Nick Wayne? I understand that you have a father. Ordo also had a father. Pillman, you had a father. Are you going to introduce me to your little friend, Nick Wayne? I understand that you have a father. Ordo also had a father. Pillman, you had a father. But your father's dead. Dead, 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 dead. But your father's dead. I mean, he doesn't they understand. Should, they need to fucking just—they need to pay whoever fucking made that so that they can use that as Christian's entrance music. That—that's the fucking best, best man. Fucking it is the fucking best. Uh, you know, you know what's fucking funny? You think it's not still getting plays? That shit is still getting plays now. Like that is uh, whoever put it together, man. I take my hat off to you, bro. Because even me, I wouldn't have never thought about like, and I love doing remixes and shit, right? But that would have never crossed my mind. To think that all that shit is going to fit with his fucking theme song, bro. <laughs> like, bro. think about it. But your father's dead. Dead, dead. And then you're in... And then... <laughs> it's fucking funny, man. That is golden, man. Christian, I'm telling you, man. For me, he's the MVP of this company. And like, when we do our end of year awards show, he's already... I'm saying it now. He's a spoiler. Christian is my, is for me the AEW wrestler of the year, bro. He's he's probably the ace of the company right now. To be one hundred percent of like what he's able to do on the microphone. So somebody asked, I was I was scrolling through Twitter and somebody asked who I think the best on the mic 
in wrestling are like in general. And I, I actually put four people's name, put four people's names on there. I put Christian there because I think he's one of the best talkers in wrestling. CM Punk, who sure. I still think, I mean, he can talk you in the building. I don't even, I don't give a fuck. Everybody fucking has got their own opinion. I don't care. He's one of the best talkers in wrestling because he can talk you in the fucking door. Um, 100%. MJF, who I still think, in spite of this current run, which is just, it's gotten overboard. It's silly. At this point, they've jumped the shark with it. MJF is still excellent on the microphone. And then the fourth person for me is actually Kevin Owens, who I think is, still pretty underrated with his microphone work because he's a guy who, like I said, you give him anything and he'll knock it out of the park. You know what it is about Kevin Owens? He's real, bro. Yeah. He's like, you can believe what he's saying because it looks like he believes what he's saying. Yep. No, exactly. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Chris Willen says, it's sad that a 49-year-old WWE slash Impact legend is the top heel and possibly performer... Well, I assume the top performer in AEW. So much for the four pill- pillars or pillows. Hey, you don't know who the original four pillows are, Chris? That's myself, Chris, Jeff, and uh, uh, good Jargo. old Dr. Michael Jargo. Yeah, that's the four pillows. But as far as pillars go, man, that's true. He should be a pillar. And Todd brings up another interesting thing. And I hope that doesn't happen. You're already conjuring it, though, Todd. So don't do that. But they better not bring Edge because if they do, they're going to put him with Christian and it's going to kill his run. I actually disagree. I don't think they will put him with Edge straight off the bat. I actually think Christian's going to deny him at first, man. And I think the payoff is to get them fucking, you know, getting back together eventually when the time comes, if Edge comes to AEW. Or you could have them come in and have them both be heels. All that, that would be fucking cool, actually, where they're just... Dirtbags, bro. Like, just pieces of shit. Both of them. They've done that really well as a team. Way more than they've been good faces as a team. Especially when Christian's doing those father fucking um, promos, right? You have Edge fucking doing that snarky laugh of his while he's saying it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, tell me that wouldn't be funny. And if Edge was such a real friend, hey, man, you should thank fucking Jay Resso or fucking Christian, whatever, for the rest of your life. I mean... He got kicked out of home and he was living at Christian's house for quite a while. So, I mean, he looks at Christian's parents as fucking, uh, as his own parents. And as a matter of fact, you should let him have his run, man, and play second fiddle for once to Christian. I'd love to see that. But you said your father's dead. (laughs) Wow. Oh, imagine he brought that up to to Edge, bro. (laughs) Edge doesn't even know who the fuck his father is. (laughs) Not that I want to laugh about it. Right, it's not funny, by the way. I'm laughing at the wrestling context, though, because yeah. come on, man, tell me that wouldn't be fucking pretty funny if you brought that up. That'd be great. What happened well, next, Jimmy? What happened next? We see Zach Zaber Jr. being interviewed by Renee Paquette, fresh off his flight from Japan. He plans to force Brian Danielson to retire again in Seattle at Wrestle Dream. Cool. But we move on to the shitty ass main event between Hikari Shida. And Ruby Soho, Hikari does win 1-2-3. Uh, and, as, and as a result of this victory, Shida earns a title match against AEW Women's World Champion Soraya on the title Tuesday episode of Dynamite, the day before my birthday. As a matter of fact, it will be my birthday on October 10th for you guys, but it'll be the 11th for me. As Soraya comes out to stare down Shida as Rampage goes off the air. Cool. 
kill. Um, yeah, this match was fine, I guess. But like, I I posted something on Facebook or on Twitter that basically said so. Like, Ruby can never win with that finish again, right? Because she hit the yeah. finish and. Hikaru Shida literally all she did was back into the ropes after taking the finish and then just walked forward and kicked her in the face for the win. It was like, uh, okay, so I guess that finish is nothing. You can't use that finish to finish anybody now because Hikaru Shida's entire cell for that, for that fucking finish, your finish, the, the fucking thing you use to win the match didn't even make her take a knee so yeah that's the end of that she needs to basically come back with some other finish because that one's buried it's done it's over that's that's the end that's that would be like if that would be like if fucking uh goldberg hit the jackhammer on somebody and then they didn't even sell for a one count and just kicked and it just kicked right out and got back up yeah right exactly your finish is done you buried it it's fucked uh josh asks in the chat did you hear about darby allen wanting to climb mount everest yes i did and he's a fucking idiot for thinking he wants to conquer mount everest good luck i mean seriously he's got a death wish already uh todd wants to know who do you guys think is the one behind attacking jay white um look people think it's edge it seems like it's adam cole though I i know it sounds weird but only because uh, the week before on Dynamite, if you remember, there was a point where you see Adam Cole and uh, MJF in the locker room. And as they're sitting there, if you look behind Adam Cole, you'll see the mask. He's sitting right behind him on his part of the locker room. So, yeah, I don't know. Could be Adam Cole if if uh, if all signs are pointing to that. I mean, but I don't know. Uh, Chris Willen, oh, sorry, no, that was a, you were talking to someone else there. Um, Retro Rocket Review says... Soraya has plenty of Botox and plastic surgery to now be on Pornhub. You know what? She's already there, bro. <laughs> I'm sure she's already already there. Uh, Todd says, happy birthday, Jimmy. There's your present. <laughs> happy birthday to me. Fucking title Tuesday on my birthday, bro. Yeah. Cool. cool. Exactly. Uh, and Todd says, crap on WWE all you want, but they do a better job at protecting talent's finishes than AEW. The only talent finisher that's protected in AEW, bro, is Kenny's. No shit. It's the one-winged angel. No one kicks out of that in AEW, man. Period. Um, Retro says, I guess the start of HMG Rampage on Cage discussed Jay Cargill signed to WWE. One of the few things I remember from SmackDown tonight. Yeah. I haven't watched SmackDown yet. I'm going to watch it, but thanks for giving the lowdown. Um, yeah, we have spoken about Jay Cargill, as a matter of fact, uh, Retro. If you pay attention to our previous shows, you'll hear us talking about it. So go check that out if you want to know what we think of uh, Jay Cargill and her signing with WWE. Um, Josh, though, wants to know, could the masked men be the kingdom? And co- oh, Fuck, I hope not. But that's what it probably is, the kingdom and Cole. Huh? Fuck my life. It's exactly what it is. Anyway, uh, you know what, Chris, before we go, let's do a quick prediction, though, for WrestleGene, bro. Are you down with that? We'll be pretty quick. Yeah, do it quick. Are you looking forward to it, though, man, while I get these fucking matches up? <laughs> Not that you're looking forward to it, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, no. 
You know, come on, bro. Are you gonna watch it? Uh probably. You better, man. Don't worry, I've got I've got the hookup. Like big pump and pump has the hookup. Um anyway, bro, fucking let me just get to the matches. Fucking I'm waiting for it to come up. But if you had to give Rampage a freaking grade, <laughs> what would it be, bro? F. This is a this show is consistently a skip for me if I wasn't doing this show, man. Like, if it wasn't for this show, I would never catch Rampage. Never. I just, I you would know, not, I would not even bother with it at this point. You know what I was thinking, dude? Funny enough that you said that. I was actually thinking to myself, oh my God, we watch every AEW show. Like, including Rampage, right? But that's because we have to, right? And you're right, unfortunately. Yeah, Rampage I definitely wouldn't be watching if... Unless it was the Grand Slam one, you know, something significant or, you know, something that's decent. Other than that, fuck no. Even Dynamite right now, if I wasn't doing, you know, if we weren't doing the shows, I don't know if I could watch it. Collision, though, it's a different feel still. I'll give it that, Collision, man. honestly, still kind of feels like it's Jay White's show, so... I like down. that, though. Yeah. I like that. But anyway, Chris... Let's fucking talk Wrestle Dream because we'll be dreaming when this shit is on. But let's start with Brian Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. Um, Danielson surely gets the win in his hometown. I don't know. I mean, Danielson's a pretty unselfish guy. If Danielson True. wins, it'll be because somebody backstage argued enough with him that they forced him to get a win. Because Danielson will go out there and lose. That That'll be his preference to try to help build a guy which i understand i really do but he's got to stay strong in order to keep building guys he's not as teflon as he thinks he is not not in aew at least so i think he's got to go out there he's got to get the win against zack saber jr yeah i agree man but i think yeah he will he has to win i'm sure he'll get the win but anyway, we'll see what happens there because at the end of the day, Zack Sabre Jr. is on AEW contracted wrestlers. There's no point of building him up because for what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, um, next we've got Swerve Strickland versus Hangman Adam Page. Uh, as good as this match is on paper, I hope the ending is not what I think it will be. But you know what? I'm going to go with Swerve. Uh, I'm Yeah, you know what? I'd love to see Swerve win. He won't, though. It'll be Hangman. Yeah. Do you so wait, do you think Swerve will win? No, I think Hangman's gonna win. Yeah, but keep in mind Swerve is in his hometown and why build up Hangman again, bro? We need to build up Swerve here, man. But I'm gonna fucking go with Swerve. I'm gonna I could be really wrong with these picks or fucking I could hit it out the park. We'll see. Anyway, next we have the AEW World Tag Team Championship match between FTR, your champions, and Aussie Open. This one's pretty easy. FTR, get the win once again. You don't think your countrymen are going to become the champions? They've got no chance, bro. No. Yeah, you're right. No chance in hell. FTR, FTW. <laughs> For the win, exactly. Um, next, we've got another tag team championship match, for fuck's sake. It is for your Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships in a two-on-one handicap match between MJF, your champion, versus The Righteous. MJF for the win. Once again, bro. Either MJF wins or the masked people cost him the title because 
What's the point Why? of them having the tag titles right now? I don't understand. <laughs> but even if they don't, I don't understand. If they do or don't, do you get what I mean? They've, they're booking themselves into a corner because they're trying to do too much in very sort of short time. Like, there's too many sub-stories going on. If that makes Way sense. Way too many. Where they need to come the fuck down, you know what I mean? And tell a story. This is yep. your perfect example of bipolar booking, bro. Yep. Exactly. Yep. I, so, I don't know. Yeah, my guess, I guess, is MJF wins because, God, he's going to lose to the fucking Righteous. But yeah, I can that. definitely see some shenanigans happening. Yeah, for sure, man. But yeah, I'm going to stick with MJF as well for now. But that's a tricky one. You're right. Uh, next is your trios matchup between Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, and Kota Ibushi versus the Don Callis family in Guevara, Osprey, and Takeshita. I mean, Kenny, Kota, and Jericho surely. I mean, Kenny needs a win, bro. He's on a losing streak. I think he needs to lose until he finally gets a one-on-one -on -one against Takeshita. I don't think him getting a win against Takeshita in a tag match, it's going to feel too much like a consolation prize. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, you know what? My gut feeling tells me that Jericho and uh, Kenny and Ibushi aren't going to get along with each other. I mean, Kenny and Ibushi will, but they're not going to get along with Jericho and some yeah. fuckery will happen there. Or... You can easily go the other way, and Guevara is like an undercover sort of agent working for Jericho to like fuck up Don Callis and the family. I mean, people think that. Could be. Could be. Yeah. I, I w Either way, I think the heels are winning. Yeah, I agree. I think the heels are winning too, man. Even though Kenny needs a win, but yeah, I just that's my gut feeling too. So yeah, we're going with the Don Callis family for that one. But the next matchup, it is a two out of three falls matchup for the AEW TNT Championship. It is Christian Cage, your champion, versus Darby Allen. I hope fucking Christian wins, for fuck's sake. Yeah, keep the heat on him. What's the point of giving the belt to Darby? But it's in his hometown as well, bro, and I've got a bad feeling. Yeah. But I don't know, bro. I think at least one of those hometown guys is going to win, so there's Darby, of them, right. Ryan, and Swerve. One of them is going to win, but I think the other two are going to lose. I, I don't I don't see any reason why Darby wins this match. Neither do I. I mean, because you just won it. Why would you take his heat away, right? And he's he, he's fucking... You want to talk about heat, man. He's got fucking heat. He's hot right now, dude. The jilly. And I'm enjoying his fucking run. This is one of the reasons why you should be watching AEW is for, for Christian alone. Yes. Well, after that, we go from that to... A unified Ring of Honor World Championship match, apparently unified the belts, between Eddie Kingston, your overweight and Ring of Honor fucking world champion, versus uh, your Ring of Honor pure champion in Katsuyori Shibata. Yeah. I guess Kingston is winning this. Soft cat food Shibata. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah he's got to win. Why would they? I mean, Shibata... I'm, no, nah, Eddie's got to win. Eddie's got to win. Yeah, Eddie's winning. Eddie's winning for sure. Uh, and after that, we have an AEW Women's TBS Championship match. It is Chris Dantlander, your champion, versus Julia Hart. I couldn't care less about this match. It's going to stink like shit. But Statlander gets the win. Yeah, Statlander retains. Especially after just having beaten Jade in her last match. Right, yeah, exactly. 
And Julia well, Hart can't wrestle. She's terrible. Fuck, bro. Terrible. Well, we've got another championship match next, Chris, because it's for your AEW World Tag Team Championship number one contenders four-way match. Say that real fast, about 20 times. Um, it's the Young Bucks versus the Guns versus the Lucha Brothers versus Orange Cassidy and Hook. Who are the AEW tag champs right now? Uh, FTR. Okay, the Guns. The Guns will win. The guns? I hope yeah. so, man. That's a good pick. But ugh, I'm gonna go to the Bucks, man. I don't want them to win, man. But why? They just they just did that. They just sort of finished that feud off, and it all in. I know, bro. But can the the Bucks have been losers lately too, bro? We're we gonna have all the elite losing. I, I think Hangman's winning his match, so I don't know. Fuck! If Hangman wins, in W wins. I personally want Swerve to win. Anyway, yeah, I hope you're wrong, though. I don't want Hangman to win. But anyway, I think you're right. The Guns probably will win, but I'm going with the Bucks just because I feel like they're due for a win. But anyway, we'll see what happens there. Next, it is a singles match between Ricky Starks and Will Yuta. Starks is winning this. I guess so. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. You just don't know. If Ricky loses this, we can just begin the unofficial countdown to whenever his contract is up, because he's getting the fuck Uh, out of there. Oh, dude, if he loses, my God. And really, this match is so silly, I don't even know why it's happening. It just happened for no reason from collision. Big deal. Anyway, that's your Wrestle Dream card for this Sunday. Um, Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it, but we are covering it, so you'll find us here. But no, actually, not on HMG, but on the PWC. There's no Network. world title match, eh? No world title match unless you in, unless you consider the Ring of Honor a world title nobody, championship. Nobody does. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Anyway, that's that, Chris. I think we can take it home, bro. So you give it an F. We're talking about Rampage. I give it an F, and I've got a bad feeling that uh, <laughs> my fucking uh, picks are going to be pretty bad, bro. I don't know why. I think I'm going to fail that one big time. We'll see. Anyway. I'm really excited to see what the fuck TK has to say. That's pretty much it. Ugh, excited? Ugh. It better be a big deal. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, in saying that, Chris, tell them where they can find you, bro. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at ChrisAms1. You can go there to see everything I have to say about pro wrestling, politics, and whatever the hell else I feel like talking about. You can find me on the PWC. That's the Pro Wrestling Coalition, where we have a number of shows. We just, uh, just finished recording... The uh, Monday Night Machismo, although it's uh, Thursday, (laughs) Friday. Um, Also, the Skirmish uh, should be up now. Is it up? That's already up. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, Skirmish is up already. I was up the same night. Sweet. Um, That was a good show. Uh, Jimmy uh, had a couple of his countrymen on, and I made a a run-in just to make sure that nobody thought the the evil sheep fuckers were were taking over. (laughs) Actually, it's funny. On the post-production show on the PWC Network, when you start talking, I'll put the Canada National Anthem in the background. And especially when you're talking later, it's like you're fucking, um, it's like you're, you're running for prime minister, bro, in a way. It, it, it was pretty funny. I started laughing when I was hearing it. So, yeah. Nice. I'll get you to do my videos when I do my, uh, when I do my prime <laughs> ministerial run. Um, <laughs> my fellow Canadians. 
Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, you can also find me right here on the on channelattitude.com and the Humming Media Group, uh, where we do uh, every week. We do this show. We also tomorrow morning we're gonna do. Uh, the Smack Attack with John Enright. That's going to be fun. We're going to talk about SmackDown, which means that between now and then, we need to watch SmackDown. Jimmy, yeah, watch SmackDown. I am. Um, also, Jimmy, don't be an hour late. Okay, just be on time. No, I'll um, be on time this time, bro. And then Sunday morning, uh, 10 o'clock uh, Central Standard Time, 10 o'clock a.m. Uh, after the collision, we sift through the wreckage. The wreckage, which is a show that you can watch right here on channelattitude.com. And Hami Media Group, five dollars a month will get you not not only an unofficial um, internet face slap, but also <laughs> it'll get you the best in pro wrestling uh, podcasts. So go ahead and subscribe, uh, drop a little money in the tin. We appreciate you all. Thanks a lot. Rattle, rattle, for sure. Perfectly put. And if you want to follow me, you can on the X at DJ Mass Effects, and you can follow us at the PWC Network. Also, like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.popping.com where you can find all our other shows. And like we said, for five bucks, you get the best talking pro wrestling. And that means channelattitude.com. And also subscribe at hummingmediagroup.popping.com for our affiliate shows. And in saying that, we're out of here, Chris. I'm Jimmy T. That's Chris Ams. And you've been listening and watching the HMG Rampage Uncaged Show right here on channelattitude.com. And we're out. Peace. I'ma get down to the gritty, then fuck up the city, the home of the villains. SC wanna fulfill Smoke out the pound when I'm chillin'. Trappin' I made me a killin'. Look, I got everybody wishing. I hope you play your position. I don't want nobody listening. I see them hoe with precision. Give us my only decision. Young gonna want that back calling me splurge. Why me jump right out the curve? Bitch, my fly like a bird. Spin on the first and the third yeah. Solid, I'm keeping my word Can't be my equal, I don't know what you heard yeah. Crack up the four and I swear Keep me a stick if they purge yeah.